Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boys. We from the Playmakers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Jr. I'm here with my other two hosts. I'm Mr. DDB. It's your boy Langston, RKTV. You know the vibes. And now, before we even get started, I'm going to be honest, we missing one of our boys. He got stuck in traffic. He got stuck in the rain. He can't be here. So, shout out to our boy, Zyri, that prodigy, whatever you want to go by. Definitely. We out here. We're going to do this thing. We starting something new, so all the support and everything, that's great. We love y'all, so... This the Playmakers Podcast. Playmakers make plays. Let's get it cracking. We're going to keep you updated on the newest sports plays and... Yeah. All right. So, fellas, the Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. <sighs> Canada beats the U.S. That's all I hear. I said it. I called Raptors in six. Their matchups were just there. Draymond... He was the X factor for the Warriors to win this series, but he couldn't guard Siakam. We know Curry and Clay are gonna do what they do. Boogie's not hundred percent Boogie no more, and KD didn't even play for real. So Draymond's gonna be the X factor if they won the series. All right, let's just be honest here. Um, the Warriors lost because Kevin Durant wasn't there, and because Clay Thompson got hurt. I don't know what Langston is talking about, but yeah. First of all, congrats to the Toronto Raptors. We can't like, we can't ignore what Kawhi did. Uh. This whole series. Like, like I get what everybody's saying, you know, though they only beat him because they had injuries and everything. I understand that because that may be true. Like, that's what some sports are really. You get you gotta play with what you got. I mean But Kawhi, son, the way Kawhi played this this whole series. It was just like it was crazy. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for Kawhi because I heard he wasn't even healthy as well. He wasn't. You saw it. He, like I that quad, whatever that limping. quad injury, it was just it was messing with him the whole series. Mm-hmm. Kawhi's the dynasty stopper. <laughs> Honestly, Kawhi's the dynasty stopper. This is second time doing it. Yeah, he's the dynasty stopper. But even more than that, with Kawhi, a way worse team. No, Kawhi, Kawhi feel like to me. I feel like Kawhi is like Golden State's kryptonite. Like you caught Kawhi in the playoffs a couple years ago. Y'all was down like what, 20, 24, 24 at the time? Yep. Before he got hurt? Zaza Pachulia is the only person who knows. Then he it. gets hurt. They come back. They win the series. <laughs> now, we see what's going on when he in Toronto. Every game that Toronto played in the Oracle this year, they won. Ah, <laughs> see, I would give you that <laughs> like every, if the best player in the world was playing. I would give you that every game, if the best player in the game. world was playing. But even in the games when the best player in the world was playing, I'm time. not talking about just the playoffs. Regular season two. Regular season two. Like, I don't know, man. Kawhi, he just, it's just something about Kawhi going against Golden State where it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's a gamer. But I feel like we also get credit to Fred. Fred hit some big shots. Fred, Fred Van Vliet. Oh, Drake's twin. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like Fred, like once Fred had his kid and everything, he started hooping. He really started hooping. I feel like Fred had one of the moments where he was like, yo. When people talking about me and they talking to my son about me, they not going to be like, yo, yeah, your pops, he just played on the team. They going to look at him like, yo, you know who your father was, son? Exactly. Like, your father was Fred Van Fleet. Exactly. Like, Fred was, yo, he was, he just went to a whole nother level this series. Toronto's bench stepped up more than mm-hmm. Golden State's bench did. Like, it was just crazy. And then when you look at the injuries to KD and Clay, KD's out... Basically, the whole series, the first game he comes back, tears his Achilles. Yep. Tragic. Like, that's that's rough. 
Then Clay goes out. Clay's actually out one of the games. I can't remember which game it was specifically. But he's out one of the games mm-hmm. with that oh, strained hamstring. He, uh, he strained his hamstring, right? He wasn't out and the whole then, game. He, he actually went out during that game and didn't return. But then he didn't play the next game. Right. Oh, he did? No, he oh. didn't play the next game. Right. And then he tears his ACL in game six. It's like... I, that's, it was that's, the year. It was, I, once I seen that Clay went down, he wasn't coming back for the for the game. First off, when he first did when he first dunked and he got and got fouled or whatever, my first my first thought was that he tore his ACL. That was my first thought anyway. Unfortunately, like I know it's I know it's unfortunate, but we in a sport where things like that happens. But um, that was my first thought was that Clay Thompson tore his ACL. And I'm like, man, that's so that's that's terrible. But once I started seeing all the injuries and things that Golden State was going through, it kind of just put into into perspective for me that it was their time. It was their time for them to lose. It, they got boastful. Yep. You know what I mean? Klay Thompson's hitting threes, but he's talking even though they down 3-2, 3-1. Y'all down 3-1. <laughs> there shouldn't be no discussions on that court. Like, unless y'all talking about playing defense or talking on, talking on the court in general. But I just... I seen I seen the Warriors act. They played a little lax to me. They played like they was ahead as opposed to behind. I feel like I feel like the only person really on Golden State, not even the only person, the only two people on Golden State who like really had that dog mentality of this whole series was Clay and Draymond. Yeah. Like yeah, Steph was Steph stepped up. Steph was hitting his shots. He was putting up his numbers. He doing what Steph do. But he can't. He has to do more than what Steph normally does, missing Kevin Durant. Exactly, office. and then you look at it. Iggy didn't really step up that much this series. Yeah, one clutch game. That's what I'm saying. He hit one big I, shot. I like, think Iggy played better than Draymond. I think Draymond is the reason they lost the series. You he think, was the X Factor. I told. Yeah. I think Draymond is the reason you think they Iggy lost. Played better than Draymond. Yeah, I do. Off the strength of I, when I watch Golden State play. And I watch how Draymond normally plays, and not even I'm not even talking about defensively. Draymond was out there defense. Um, offensively, he was turning the ball over a tremendous amount. He was turning the ball over, and I just wasn't I wasn't really liking the things that he was doing out there. Like Draymond Green, you're only Draymond Green. You're not. I don't know who he thinks he is sometimes, <laughs> but he's not who he thinks he is sometimes. I but I feel like. One thing about Draymond that I feel like people don't really realize or recognize is that you don't have to be a great scorer to be a really good player or a good scorer to be a really good player. I agree. Now, in situations like this, when you when you look at the perspective of and you look at things from Golden State's point of view or Draymond's point of view, Steph is the is like the only thing they have. Steph and Clay they're cooking. They, they like they're doing what they doing. What they doing. Simple. You see, Iggy's not stepping up. You see, you're not getting no help from your bench. <laughs> what bench? Exactly. I think <laughs> Dre I, like J, like Dre got to try to do stuff that Dre don't normally do. Like I feel like he's an offensive liability. Role. I feel like he's an offensive liability. In when you got a when you got a defensive team like like Toronto was, that like have been all year. It was very easy for them to come. It was they, it was a very easy game plan for them. They focused on Steph and Clay, and everybody else just took care of themselves. Draymond cannot score as well as obviously as the two greatest shooters ever. Man, his name is Draymond Green. We know that that's not what he do. 
Iggy cannot score <laughs> like, that well. Like that is Draymond. Kevin Looney is not someone who's creating shots for himself. Who's also hurt. And who is also hurt injured. as well. So outside of those, outside of that backcourt, minus the fact that they didn't have KD, Draymond at that point became an offensive liability. They needed some more help. Well, I don't think I don't think you could say he became an offensive liability. He's been one. Well, it right, just right. Got exposed. Right, right, right. It was just it was just much worse in a time where they needed in a time where. One, they didn't have KD, so Toronto was able to focus in on those two players, Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, they made it very because even Steph and Clay was still getting off, but they want it was tiring them out, and they they just they couldn't do it. Like and Boogie, Boogie and Bogey, like they played solid for their role, but they gimpy. Yeah, like you Boogie used to had one solid game exactly. in this whole series. They gimpy. Um, Demarcus, I think he's very timid. I think he and of course, if you sitting around and you watching. The people that you playing with getting hurt, and you just came off an injury, that's gonna run through your mind while you're on that court. Like mm-hmm. you, fall, you falling on the ground, you playing hard. It was. It seemed like Toronto had more to lose. Yo, I feel like when 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 Clay went down, let's talk about Clay getting hurt. When Clay got hurt, like in my mind, I don't know if it was just me, but I'm like anybody but Clay or Steph. Like when Clay went down, I feel like that. I feel like that hit harder or like more to people who appreciate basketball and appreciate dynasties than when KD got hurt. And the reason I'm saying that is because Clay has been a staple on this team. Homegrown. Like he's homegrown, literally. And Clay is so underrated. He's been overlooked so many times. He's that. Clay is nice. He's quiet. (laughs) Clay is nice. And when Clay went down, I was like, no, not Clay. I'm like not Clay. You took the most sacrifices on that team in terms of roles. Yeah. When Clay went down, I just I just felt like it was meant for them to lose. What more? What more could? Yeah, like what more could happen to the Warriors this series than any other team in the finals? Have it, Have you ever seen anybody any other team go through this in the finals like the Warriors did? No. Not even close. They like I appreciate them for even getting to Game Six. They're playing Kawhi Leonard the claw. They're playing somebody who. They can't even... You can't get to him at all. You can't get to him. And somehow he managed to get Toronto to adapt that same mindset throughout the finals. It, it just... Everything just went against the Warriors this this series to me. Like, everything. It wasn't on their side. It wasn't meant for them to win. So, looking at game six, game five, and maybe every other game in the series. <laughs> and from previous... Performances? Would you say Steph is clutch? Like that's like I that's a that's a topic that I've been hearing people talk about, wondering if Steph is clutch or not. And a lot of people gonna look at it. He's the greatest shooter of all time. Of course he is. You leave him open. That's why I want to give the ball to. I say he is clutch. I mean, I feel like in this day and age, like clutch has been defined differently. Obviously, everyone misses shots, and. The given that it's the finals and uh, Steph is a what two time MVP, two unanimous unanimous MVP one of them has multiple rings. They expect him to always be quote unquote clutch all the time in all the shots and all the big moments when that's not physically possible. It's not humanly possible. Cause shoot, when Steph hit that game winner versus uh, the Thunder, put up from thirty feet, no one questioned clutch then. Nope. And that was like no one seen people pull up like that with confidence. 
But all of a sudden, he misses a couple shots because the finals are now is like, is he clutch or not? Like, come on now. Y'all doing too much. Right. But then, when you look at it from this perspective, right? I saw a stat that ESPN put up. In the 2016 NBA Finals, then we're talking about when Steph is in an, um, in an elimination game. When he's facing elimination. Mm-hmm. 2016 Finals, he shot 6 for 19, 32%. 2019 NBA Finals, 6 for 17, 35%. In 2014, first round against the Clippers, he shot 9 for 24. I think that, well, when it comes to that stat particularly, I think it's just things that we forget about when when we're talking about Stephen Curry. And some of those things that I think we forget about is that in elimination games particularly, when you're the best player on your team like he was in 2016, well... Wait, when did Katie? What year did Katie get there? He's been here. This was his third year now. Yeah, so he was there in twenty sixteen. But I just feel like Steph is always, even with KD on the floor, even with KD on the floor, I feel like uh, he's always the person that they key in on. Stephen Curry is always the person that the defense is key in on. Yeah. Kevin Durant, I feel like it's pointless to key in on him. Because he's KD, he's he's too efficient. He's KD. He's too efficient. What you want me to do, coach? Game plan to try to contain him to keep him under thirty points. What you want me to do, coach? I had a hand up. (laughs) And the other point I want to say about Stephen Curry is that Stephen Curry does what he's physically capable of doing. He is. He's six three, and he looks like me. (laughs) He's built like me. Probably like one ninety, one eighty five. One ninety and one. That's that's when he's wet. That's generous. (laughs) That's that's very generous. Like, body type, he looks like me. Or one of us. He doesn't look like... His body type, he doesn't look like someone who's killing our favorite NBA players. So, I feel like what he's able to do, based off of his, his own physical attributes, is what he does. He, he, he actually gives us more. He actually gives us more. Like, I wouldn't expect somebody of his stature and his size to be tearing up our favorite NBA players like 40 that. balls on their head. Right. So, like... I feel like they put a lot of pressure on Stephen Curry. It's crazy, though, because when Steph do it, it's just like, yeah, that's Steph. It's like, what what do you want? Like, what do do you want us to do? I ain't never seen nothing like that. Close out, contest it. He still is the end. I'm not playing defense on it. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't play defense on it. Me personally. You're going to miss one eventually, shoot. It's like Steph literally grabs people's souls and just takes them. He's like, yup, that's mine. I'm taking it. Like, I've never seen a team be down 25. Nah, for real. And just come back the way the Golden State Warriors do. 5-3 but I don't know. Or, or, even, or even come back the way that Steph does. Sometimes, yo, sometimes Steph do it himself. Sometimes he'll be the one that hit five threes in a row. And it's like, well, that's Steph. And I think, like, the answer of, of him being clutch, I think it just, it comes down to... A lot of different factors, their system and the way that he plays in general. He's not a facilitator. He he's a scorer. And I think when it comes to specifically elimination games and just the way the Warriors play in general, I don't think we're gonna call him clutch because of the way that he plays. He's not a facilitator. Nope. All he do is score. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I mean he passes the ball sometimes, but they play in a system anyway. Where he's running around the court, everybody's setting screens for each other. It's kind of like the Spurs. Who would you say on the Spurs was clutch when they had their dynasty? You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they all share the rock. They all 
it's, it's sharing basketball. But I feel like another thing that people overlook, too, is that when you watch the way Steph plays, Steph, when working off the ball, he's doing a lot of running. A lot. When you get to the fourth quarter, and you just been running and just running. Hitting, all hitting game, screens. Hitting screens. Cut cuts. Right. And that, that goes back tired. to what I was saying. He can't. That's the way he has to score because of his physical stature. He, it's like... He can't create a shot for himself every single time. He doesn't have the body type for that. He will kill himself. So what do y'all think about what Kendrick Perkins said? That people give Steph too many passes for these clutch moments and him not showing up. It's putting a lot of pressure on him. It's putting a lot of pressure on Steph. But I mean, it's a lot of pressure on all NBA players, especially the stars. It's pressure on KD when he be knocking them joints down. No, but it's I'm saying on James. I'm saying it's pressure on him well, because James he's be, in a particular limelight. Like James, <laughs> James be folding sometimes. He's in a particular limelight. That's why I said it's a lot of pressure on him. Like if we put somebody hypothetically, if we put somebody else in this position, I think we'll see the same thing. Like somebody like a Kimball Walker, somebody like a Kyrie Irving. Well, that's a bad example. We ain't gonna go with Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie, by the way. Kyrie is call me, man. Call me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like somebody like Kimber Walker, though, who's not the biggest person in the world, yep. you'll see the you'll see similar results about what they're actually capable of doing on the basketball court. But then you got to look at it. You you people are gonna look at that differently because you know Kimber Walker is not as good as Steph. So I feel like I feel like people expect more out of Steph because he's a better player, which is true. All right, a better example would be like Damon. Damon and Steph have very similar games. Damon is more. Physically gifted in a way. He has more bounce. Mm-hmm. And he's less of a passer than stuff, but he's also in a different system. He's stronger. He, he's has, stronger a, he has a bigger build. Exactly. I feel like he's I feel like he's just the overall I feel he's just the overall better playmaker than stuff. Yeah. Like just in general, like I I really do feel like he's a better playmaker. As a whole When he wake up on the left side of the bed. <laughs> as a whole, he's more dangerous. Like he has the same jump shot abilities as Steph. But then he can finish at the rim on your head. Obviously, Steph's a better shooter than Dame. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But, like, Dame and Steph will pull up from the same range and knock it down uh, consistently. Not as more, not the same consistent, but consistently for NBA players. So, he has Steph tendencies. Yes. <laughs> so, who would y'all say is more clutch? Steph or James Harden? Steph. Steph. I'm not answering this question. I'm not putting that kind of pressure on myself by answering this question. Who would you say is more clutch, Steph or James? Uh, I'm, talk, I'm, uh, talking, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm gonna, talking about clutch. Like, you show up when your team needs you. Big shots down the stretch. Sure. I'm going to go with James. I'm going to go with James. Wasn't they up 3-1? I'm going to go with James. And lost? Who, the Rockets? Yeah. They was up 3-1? Where's the Warriors? Like, two years ago. Four years ago. Oh. I mean, I don't really count that because there's what? so many other it's so many other factors in. They was up three one. Yes, on the Warriors. Yes. Then Chris Paul got hurt. They was up three one in that series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had the worst shooting night of all time. <laughs> they definitely did. They definitely had the worst shooting night in playoff Bro, history. I don't know though. That's a that's a. I'm gonna go with James Harden hard. though because I'm thinking about like I was saying. I'm thinking about body type. I'm thinking about durability. I'm thinking about physical. I'm going to go with James Harden because, like, what James Harden is able to do on the court is he's able to do much more than Stephen Curry can on the court. Like, personally, I feel like he's able to do way more just because of his body type. He can get to the free throw line at a much higher rate than Steph. He can finish at the basket at a much higher rate than Steph. 
the only thing that Steph Lee got him beating, which ain't a large margin, is probably shooting. I'm not going to say that Steph plays better defense than James Harden because neither one of them play defense. If you ask me. <laughs> not at all. Bro, honestly, I, I feel like Steph is more clutch than James. Like, I've seen more I've seen more from Steph in those clutch moments and those clutch games where you need him to step up and he steps up. Or even it's like you don't even need him to step up. But he has help. He, he has a lot more it. help than Harden. I'll he say, does. I'll he has a lot this. more help. So I in my opinion, I think Steph is more clutch than James Harden. However, James Harder James Harden has a bigger clutch moment. If that makes sense. Yeah, because like need I remind y'all, they were in the bottom, in the bottom five of the Western Conference, the, the Rockets, they finished third in the West. Or was it fourth? They finished either third or fourth, if I'm not One mistaken. Year. Yeah, they finished fourth. Portland year. finished third. This year? Yeah. Yeah, they finished fourth. They finished fourth. They was in the bottom five of the Western Conference when CP went down and Click Capella went down. And all. James Harden put them on his back. I don't know how much, Clyde. He put them on his back. He averaged 36 this year. When CP got hurt. That was that was a crazy stretch by James. I can honestly say that. I can honestly say he stepped up and did what he needed to do. Like That's one thing I can say that Steph ain't never do. He never had to. Never I ain't never to. seen... I don't even recall the last player within within the last three, four, five years of me, of me watching basketball average more than 35. More than 33. We're talking about Kobe, Kobe type number. We're talking about flashes of what we've seen Kobe used to be doing. <laughs> 40 on every team. I got a question for y'all real quick. Since we're talking about Kobe, do y'all think Kobe is the most lethal scorer of all time? Absolutely not. No. The most lethal scorer of all time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it's evident. It's evident that he's the most lethal scorer of all time. You wouldn't have the most points if you didn't. But there's also a lot of factors into that as well, like era and the time that he played and him being seven feet and all that. So I'm only giving it to Kareem because of the points. But the best scorer of all time to me is Kevin Durant. It's not Kobe. Uh, ooh. I feel like I feel like Kevin Durant's the most efficient scorer. He can get his buckets the easiest of all scorers. But I feel like Katie doesn't just have, like, every part of his game solidified as a scorer. I feel like, honestly, in person, I feel like Melo is a better scorer overall, completely his whole game, than KD is. Are we talking about prime Melo? Of course. Of course oh, okay. we're talking prime Melo. <laughs> I'm just like, hold up. Of course we're talking prime Melo, but I'm not even, I mean, hmm, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's like... Kobe was a dangerous scorer. Like, Kobe was a scorer who would snatch everybody's heart, everybody's soul. Like, Kobe would literally score, score on you from anywhere on the floor. Absolutely. Like, but anywhere. How much would KD average if he took the same amount of shots as Kobe did per game? That's a good point. That's a very good point. But then you got to think about it. I who's think, ever, I think KD might average 44 seasons. Who's ever are we playing in? But definitely, well, in my opinion, KD KD's kids any era. But you got to think about it. You got to think about it. not that physical. KD was to play in Kobe's era. KD's not that physical. He can be. Everybody going to bang on KD. 
He can be. He. I don't think what? he is. He can be. <laughs> I think Kevin Durant can. I don't think he's a. I think his mindset will allow him to adjust to that error. His mindset is his dog. body. Katie, yeah. <laughs> well, with that comes. We watch Giannis put on fifty five pounds of muscle. I think we could watch KD put on maybe not fifty five, but some more muscle. Bro, I feel like at that point, that's 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 more genetics. Like, I, like I, at that point, that got to be more genetics, dog. Cause yeah, because he can only KD be been, but so big. Yeah, like KD been in the league for a minute. We see, okay, uh, he done. He ain't getting no ain't bigger. Getting no for bigger. real. Like unless KD really going to the gym on some, like I'm drinking creatine before I work out. Type, like and after two. That's what I'm saying. Like. Ah, yo. Kobe is arguably the greatest scorer of all time. Me, like I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm stuck between Kobe and KD. I'm gonna be honest with you. So not MJ because Kobe and MJ basically play the exact same. Like, if you're going to say MJ, Kobe, you might as well say it. That's the same thing. They play like the same. Like, Well, that's right. That's true. That's true. So you can put all three of them in there. Kobe, MJ, and KD. I don't know because all three of them will literally score you from anywhere. Now, with Kobe, now that just comes with Kobe down to and who's Mike, the best offensive player out of those three. And Kobe it got to be Mike, Kevin Durant. With Kobe and Mike, they, they were able to finish at the rim better than KD. Better they post play game. in the paint more, better post game. What? What? Co- Kobe, you need to post game. Are you serious? Slow down here. You're not serious. Slow down here. You're not serious. Slow down here. You're not serious. Slow down here. Kobe with the Kobe with Can we put some respect on Kevin Durant's name? Just because he doesn't do Kobe it as Kobe with the signature post fade? Kobe, that's, that was his go-to, though. That's a difference. And the thing is, Kevin Durant does not it. have a go-to. They couldn't stop it. He doesn't have... But I'm saying... You can't stop none of the three players we're talking about. But Kobe had an arsenal in the post. Like it's almost like Kobe had an that, arsenal. That in the was post. his Kobe choice. That was his preference. Footwork. You understand what I'm saying? Kobe had that great was his footwork. Preference. He had great arsenal in the post. He had so many post moves. He had a great mid-range game. And he could finish at the rim. That was his preference. Like KD also can dribble better than both of those players. And he's seven feet. Oh. Yes. Kobe, yes, Kevin Durant's handle is better than actually, Kobe Bryant and Michael that's, that's Jordan. That is a little valid. That's, Their hand, his handle is better than both of those players. That's yeah, that's actually kind of valid. For him but, to be seven feet, I okay, I put it to you like this: Kobe and and Jordan will have a harder time guarding Kevin Durant than vice versa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's seven yeah. feet. No, no, hold on, hold on. So they will have to shoot over a seven footer. I don't. I don't. That think, don't mean nothing to no, them. I don't think KD Consistently, Kobe though. or MJ is going to be a walk in the park, dog. Like, I'm not saying it's not a walk in. The, it's not happening. It's not happening. Let's make that very clear, folks. Let's make that very clear. Make that very clear. Make that very clear. I don't think that's going to be something easy. That's not happening. Especially, especially when you think about the fact that KD isn't that big as it is. Kobe and Mike would honestly probably just post KD up and just bang with him the whole time. Pump fakes, pump fakes, pump fakes. KD exactly. That's my thing is... And that fade, man. It's going to be and very then, hard for Kobe and, and Mike then, to join the post Kevin Durant And then with Kobe and Mike... He doesn't have Mike, to be that close to them but then to with contest Kobe, their shots. With Kobe and Mike, they're smaller than KD. So they can get into his hip more. They can get into his legs more. He's, ta- he's, he's not worried. And both of them were actually really great defenders. They were. Both of them, what? Won the defensive player of the year before? 
Yeah, so like it's not like I don't think it's that. But I don't watch them. I don't watch this bit, little short. Of a difference as Six you foot guy with braids by the name of AI put them on skates. And Kevin Durant Amen. will put them on skates. Amen. AI he is will. A story. He will. AI, AI is a different story. Bink, bink. Like that. When it comes down to that handle, like Kevin Durant's jump shot is just so. It's so. It will come down to who get the ball first. I don't think either. I don't think they can stop. Each other, like if they say, I don't like, I don't think they would be able. To it would come down to who got the ball. First. One still here, one block. Yeah, probably there, like one like, still a block. Yeah, maybe, maybe Kobe and Jordan. Like maybe KD is not getting his shot blocked by none of those people. He's seven but feet. Maybe, but then you gotta think about you it. You don't watch his shot get blocked miss, often. Then they'll miss, like they'll miss a couple. Who's missing? Both everybody. Human. This is, human. Come on, son. This, this ain't two K game sliders up. Everybody missed Daryl. Like this ain't game sliders up two K. Everybody missed. Have you ever seen him? Have you ever seen Kevin Durant in in a one on one three dribble drill? He ain't miss. He Which didn't one? miss once. He didn't Which miss one, one time. He didn't miss one time. We could go watch the tape. He didn't miss Yo, one it time. It happens. We're not talking about a like game. You don't miss. I'm talking about when they when they're one on one outside of like playing an actual game. They make way more than when they in the games. They make way more. Like no, but look, that happens. You get good games. You get days when you don't. But at the same miss. time, like, the one on ones, the players he played against, not Kobe, Kobe and, and Mike. And, yeah. Come on now. Absolutely not. But I don't think he's going to miss. All right, y'all. So, the big news of the week. Anthony Davis is traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. The deal was Anthony Davis is being sent to the Lakers for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart. Along with some picks. a lot of picks. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of future picks. But I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't really see where LA can go from here without they have like they'll have one more. They were like, trying to free up room to get more space for one more max contract. Well, first but off, they're going they're going after Kimball or Kyrie apparently. Right. So that's using up their max contract. Y'all don't got no bench. At what? Like, well, before we get into anything, I, would, I just want to say, first of all, congratulations to Anthony Davis from getting out of New Orleans like he won it anyway. For real. He um, won Congratulations out. to anybody who's a Lakers fan in their organization, and congratulations to LeBron James. Um, Yeah, but I don't like it, though. I don't like it at all. Um, they gave up too much. They gave up way, way too much. Way some, They gave up much. some great talent, in my opinion. Way too much. I like, the, I like Josh Hart a lot. Um, I like Lonzo. Let me be specific when I say Lonzo. I like Lonzo. Um, other than that, yeah, I think they lost this trade. Um, I agree. I agree. They definitely lost I this trade, like in my opinion. The this, Lakers lost this trade. This just <clears throat> seems like a repeat. Mm, well, of, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking too soon. This I just seems see like it. a repeat of the Carmelo Anthony trade. Now, hold on, hold on, because hear me out. Hear me I'm out. with two Knicks fans, ladies and gentlemen. So, you better watch your mouth. You better watch how you yo. talk to us. Put some respect on our name and our franchise and the Mecca of basketball. Jay <laughs> Barry coming to New York. Right? I'm sorry for interrupting you. It's cool. But yo, they basically gave up the whole roster. six years, pretty much. Yeah, they gave up their young core. At the same time as giving up their young core, they gave up their death. Then they gave up future picks and conditional picks. And they're swapping picks as well. 
The only reason so, like, why I can't compare like, this to the Nick trade is because we have someone who is used to going to the finals on that team. That's what separates it all right there. They trying to get to the finals next year, bro. Nah, I get they that. They trying bro. to get I'm, to the finals next year. But and their chances just increase because of Tarap, t- Toronto. Their chances just increase because Toronto just put out two players that could stop that from happening. Toronto just put out Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant, who will not be playing much of next season at all. They're not playing. I'm comparing it in so terms LeBron of and Anthony giving up a bunch of young assets for a, one superstar. That's how I'm comparing it. I'm okay, not comparing okay, okay. it in terms of like talent or what they're trying to do. I'm talking about giving how up much a bunch of young okay, assets okay. for Got one you. superstar. And then, honestly, it's not even set in stone that he's coming back. Like, what if AD play a year there? He's and like, he's nah, like, yo, I don't even like it. LeBron is 34. But right, you got to like, understand that LeBron their chances is, of going to the finals next year is are huge. They're huge. huge. So what, they're the West huge, is so. wide Because open. the West is wide open with the injuries. Utah can do something big. The Nuggets might do something not big even next just, year. Not, like, I'm not even thinking about any other teams. I'm just thinking about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I'm, yo, so I'm thinking about Anthony Davis and LeBron. That's equal to Steph and KD being on the same team. Bro, they, they both top five players in the, in, the, in the NBA right now. Easy. Easily. So how would that's, y'all, that's, that's, that's so bad, how would y'all fill out the rest of this team? That's bad. I say, I say, I say it don't matter. I say get get some shooters. I say I, I say get Kimba if you get if you want for a top. I don't think guard, they should get Kimba, Kimba. Kimba instead of Kyrie. I say it don't matter. I don't. I say really LeBron and Anthony them. Davis get to the finals. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I say you surround them with any other. Any I other think 15. if they clear up I'll, if they clear up the space for this max contract, instead of going after Kimba or Kyrie, I think they need to use that money to fill out the rest of their team. Get people around them. Get a for for one. Please get a shooter for the starting lineup. Like, and, I mean, and I mean, a sh- Kyle Kuzma's not a shooter. I mean, a sh- they need a shooter. A, a Kyle Korver kind of guy. Yeah, a like Ray a, Allen kind of guy. A J.J. Redick. He is a free agent. Why does LeBron always get to have these kind of guys? <laughs> he he always got somebody who's Yo, that strapped on his team. He's LeBron. Now this man is playing with Anthony Davis. You cannot tell me that somebody of his caliber, his superstar status, needs that kind of help. But I'll say, I'll say like... They they can do it if it was two or three years ago. With LeBron being thirty four, the more you watch and you see injuries catch up to him, he's gonna miss about twenty games a season. Bro, don't forget how good AD, I mean, I AD know, hasn't yeah. played more than sixty games, but like two, three times. But yeah, pending that they don't get hurt, bro, don't forget. Yo, how they're good going LeBron to they're coming out of the West next year without a doubt. Pending that they don't get hurt, they, I don't care if LeBron is thirty four this year. He just averaged twenty seven. Yo, don't he just averaged twenty seven. James is he just averaged twenty seven. Just because Bron ain't been. In the playoffs, and we ain't seen him for a minute. Don't forget how good this man is. No, he's definitely skilled, but don't get me wrong. Bro. Ain't that much going to change sorry, in I'm that sorry. fast. I used the wrong word. Don't forget how great this man is. I said how good he is. Don't forget how great this man is. You this is LeBron we talking about. Yeah, even with I say I say you put us three in that starting lineup, they're still going to the finals. <laughs> you put us three in that starting lineup, it. and they still cool. go to the finals. I'm with it. I'm with it. LeBron James and Anthony, they, like I don't. I like I'm a big Anthony Davis fan. Like in terms like of AD. him playing basketball, the man plays defense incredibly. He plays offense incredibly. He rebounds the ball incredibly. Like there's not much that Anthony Davis can't do on a basketball court. Like Yo, they AD. have like two LeBron James type talents on that team now. Like Yo, every year I play fantasy basketball and I be wanting to get AD. Somebody always jump me and take him. Nah, like, I be so tight. Cause like. I don't see I don't see anybody else on that team with the Lakers 
I don't see anybody beating that team, pinning, pinning no, no injuries. They have to fill out the team, though. Like, yo, right now... This team is hot garbage. The only point guard on their roster... Is Rondo. His contract's expired. The only point guard they have under contract right now I, is Isaac Bonga. Who? Does it matter? He's a 6'8 yes. point guard, but still... He's a 6'8 point guard. But they, don't, they don't have no point guard. They need a they bench. They have LeBron James. That's their point bench. guard for real. They need a bench, and they need people to surround him with. You think so? Yes. They can't... Look, I get it's LeBron and AD, but at the end of the day, they can't do it by themselves. They need help. LeBron and AD not enough, given the other teams have... Especially teams in the West. They have... They're deep. Other teams won't have no NBA superstar, but they'll have five good players or five solid players. Them five solid players better than the starting five of just LeBron Can y'all say that confidently? Yes. Yes. No, I can't. Yo. I can't say that confidently. Every team in the West has depth. Or they have good or they have good supporting cast for their stars. You're really comfortable with throwing LeBron and AD out there with Isaac Bonga, Caldwell Pope and Kuzma. We gonna say that. Caldwell Pope, his contract's expired. All right, Lance. His contract's expired. <laughs> Who? <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Yes. They don't have a team. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm so how far? Confident. How far do you think a team of? LeBron James and Anthony Davis with this mediocre cast. How far do you think they go? To the finals. Wow. And, you, and you really think there's not going to be a single that. injury is going to happen? But that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't wish injury on anybody. Of course not. But, but just pending there's no injuries, I got them going to the... Not even. There's no teams with superstars or supporting cast that I can say is going to confidently go into LA and beat those... Beat that team right there just off LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Yo, they are that. The they are that talent. Yeah, that. No, no, no. Do you know how much like your, no? Like, you know oh, how no. much? How much? No. That First of all, Jokic is going to get shut down. He will get clamped. They're going to force Paul Millsap to win that series. That's not going to happen. Um, so Jokic will get guarding, clamped. So who's guarding Jamal Murray? Then who's guarding Gary Harris? Oh, those two players. Are, those that team right there is good enough to beat LeBron will James Martin, and the rest of the. Then who's guarding? Right, Did you will see the Martin. last Cavs team that he just took to the finals? And he then, has Anthony in the East. In the East, not the West. He made it there in the East. Okay. Okay. The Thunder. The Thunder roster on paper matches up star wise with. Don't the, say the Thunder. They don't. They don't, saying, don't say the Thunder. I'm they not just saying went actual play. I'm saying star. They just went home in the first round. He said they could go to the finals. Yes. All right. Yes. So I say. Yes. I, I'm actually like I'm glad that he's in the West <laughs> because I would never want somebody that's good as Anthony Davis to play with LeBron James. Like. So you so you think that they just going with like two on five? They every game of the year basically. No, but I also know that LeBron James makes players around him look. I've never seen. We have not seen nobody on that Cavs team look as good as they did when they played with LeBron James. I think you're going to see the best of all those other players you've ever Bro, seen them play. You I mean, Kyrie about... and Caleb played better. No, I'm not talking about even them. I'm talking about the Finals team that went when they lost. They got swept. Yo, oh, okay, okay. you're talking about. You're talking about Isaac Bonga, yes. You're talking about Reggie Bullock, yes. They're going to play the best basket. They're going to see the best versions of them you've ever seen in your life when they know they're trying to go for a championship. (laughs) You're going to be like, yo, is this the same players we were just talking about on the podcast? Yes, it is. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So you seriously think that that team will go to the finals? Absolutely. Like, you don't think think they need to fill out this roster? Absolutely not. 
So you don't I don't think, think nobody is confident. I don't think, I don't think nobody shooters. else will have the confidence enough right now to beat them outside of Golden State Warriors in the West. So what you tell? I don't me even think the Rockets like, would be confident enough to beat. Bro, this I team. think it's a lot of teams that's confident that they'll beat this team. Every team is confident they'll beat this because team. they okay. have nobody. Every LeBron James and Anthony Davis. What team? Nobody put some respect on these players. Who else? My point is, what team you gonna say? Oh, yeah, I don't know if I can beat them. What? They, Who they, else? They're not gonna say it. They're not gonna say it. They're not gonna say it. Who else? But you're not going to Stapleton and beating this squad right here. Yes. Easily. I don't care. Okay. Here's what I think. You're underestimating the facilitating skills of LeBron James at that first. You've seen the best versions of every player that's played with LeBron James of themselves. Bro, and you, and you're, oh, and you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, the skill right. of everybody he took that, that Cavs team, team to the finals. And you overestimating the skill of everybody else on that I'm team. I'm not over overestimating it at all. I just know that they're going to step up. They're not going to have a choice. You hope they step up. You all ain't right, seen so, half these players step on the court. <laughs> right. So, look. Hope that they step up. <laughs> if we play with LeBron James, we're going to play better. Because we know we don't have no choice. If we play with LeBron, we're going to play better. If you know you have a chance at going to the NBA Finals, which every player who thinks that they play with LeBron thinks, absolutely thinks that they're going to do, you're going to play better. You're going to you're going to play the, as the best version of yourself if you know you have a chance to go. You just watched George Hill and them do it. I've never seen none of them play that good since. I haven't seen JR. I haven't heard of Iman Shepard since. I haven't heard of Tristan Thompson since. I haven't heard of none of them since. They always playing great when they play with LeBron James, though. Yo. They were playing great basketball when they were playing with LeBron James. George said was better before he got LeBron. You, you know. I think this team is better than that Cavs team outside of LeBron James. Yo, have you, have you ever heard the name outside Isaac Outside of Bongo? LeBron. Have you ever heard the name Isaac Bongo before we said it tonight? Yes. <laughs> yes. <in>. Yes, because <laughs> I play 2K. Because <laughs> I play 2K. <laughs> All right, for real. This, I, think, I think the Lakers, I think something smart for them. Go after JJ. Try to get him in like that 8 to 10 million range. A 3 and D wing would be good for them. They don't necessarily, I, I don't think like that should be at the top of their priority list. I think a shooter should definitely be at the top of their priority list. So, JJ for me is solid. I think they should they should probably try to invest in Demarcus if he leaves Golden State, and I'm not talking about giving him a big contract. I'm you talking you about listen, listen, to, me, again? listen to me, listen to me, listen fair. to me. <laughs> I'm talking about it's not fair. you could throw him the mid level exception. All right, and I and honestly, I think you should just bring Demarcus off the bench, bring a punch off the bench. Do you hear who you're talking about? I know who I'm talking I about. I think that them getting but another max player work. will. I think it'll tarnish tarnish LeBron's. Uh, they don't need another bit. max player. They don't. I, their team isn't isn't good enough for them to go after another max player. Like I understand if they had some more people, like they had some more players around them. If they had a little bit more depth, their team isn't, but the organization is. It's the Lakers. I know it's the Lakers, and that's why I know they're gonna go after another max star instead of. They want. They want Showtime back. Yo, I, with, with straight yo. stars, not oh they gonna grow up and be stars and have show. Nah, they want to have it like mm-hmm. solidify stars come here and bring Showtime. Yo, I bet you Melo end up on the Lakers next year. I was thinking that <laughs> I, Chris Paul might too. They signed Melo for the veterans minimum. They don't. They don't have like they don't have assets to match the salary. If you trade for Chris Paul, that's basically giving up that max slot that you're trying to open up. I mean, I'm just going based like that 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 whole argument that we just had. You know, I know a lot was said, but. It just go back to I just just knowing how basketball is and how it can you can be beat by by individuals even though it's not an individual sport like you know what I mean how we have players that can take over the game and I'm just I'm just thinking about the matchup nightmare of LeBron James and Anthony Davis like 
Like, they play on both ends of the floor. They both can play 48 minutes a game for 82 games straight. Both of them. When healthy, obviously, when healthy. But I just think about (laughs) me as a player, me as a player going in and realizing that outside, outside of the other players that surround him, I have to start off with focusing my, my mind and my, my team surround around LeBron James and Anthony Davis. How are you going to guard that? How are you going to guard that? The same way people game plan to guard LeBron James the way we Chris Bosh. No, 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 it's not. No, 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 it's not. Anthony Davis is better than both of those players. Anthony Davis is D-Wade and Chris Bosh combined together in one player when they were on the heat, when LeBron was on the heat, not not Flash D-Wade. I'm not talking about Flash D-Wade. I'm talking about that (laughs) D-Wade. That's that's that together. That's that together. Anthony Davis is that. He plays defense like D-Wade and plays offense way better than Chris Bosh did. Way better than Chris Bosh did. But maybe, I'm maybe not, y'all don't know how good AD is. I'm not arguing that. The point I'm arguing is, it's, if you can guard three stars, then you can guard two stars. If them three stars can get beat, these two stars can get beat. You gotta remember, yo, down. Anthony Davis is two stars. All right, all right, all By right. Himself. The same way you beat Ray Allen, uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> what? I think Anthony Davis is better than AD, all those players AD, you just named. defense, dang near the same. I think Anthony Davis is better than all those players you just named. You could, you could throw Rondo in there too, because Rondo was cold back then. Okay, now it becomes different when you have a person that has Anthony, that has Kevin Garnett's offense, but Paul Pierce's, I mean Kevin Garnett's defense, but Paul Pierce's offense. That's what becomes the difference. Anthony Davis can lock down your best player and can give your best player 45. That's the difference. How many games a year is he doing that? That's why I said pending 50. that. I'm assuming right now that Anthony Davis is staying healthy at this point. That's what I'm assuming. Okay, I get you. Because his yo, workload is not going to be as much. But he's out here at LeBron to, James. But you have he to surround. You have to surround him. Boogie with didn't finish the season. Like you have to surround him with people with reliable pieces. The, I'm gonna be honest, yo. They, that's not enough. I think it is, bro. I think it is. I think, we are talking- I think just the talent of LeBron James and Anthony Davis would be enough to get them over every team in the if West. If it was the East, most definitely. If it was the I, East, I know, I think the yes. West too. No, if it was the East. The East is better than the West now. Woo! The East is better than the West now. Woo-hoo. Did we forget? Uh, the two best it. the two best records in the NBA this year was who? Milwaukee and Toronto. They may and have then the go to State. They may have the best teams, but the West is better whole, than the East. If you look at the conference records, a team would be 40 and some... And not make the playoffs in the West. A team in the East will be Toronto. Just won the finals. Yo, if this team this team is losing, this team has a higher chance of losing to Milwaukee. Scott, so tell me the stats of the the, uh, the record of the worst team in the East. Forty one and forty one, and then the worst team in the West. Forty eight and thirty four. And who was those two teams? What was it? who was the it? Clippers and the Pistons? The Pistons with Blake is beating the Clippers. The, the Clippers gave the Warriors trouble. With Blake, I said. With Blake healthy. They're beating them in seven games. The Clippers my, gave a healthy Warriors trouble. At my perspective. <laughs> um, I don't... So talking about the Clippers, should Kawhi go there? Or should Absolutely he stay in Toronto? Not. No, he's staying in Toronto. Um, is he going home? Or is he getting his country? I think it's his discretion. I don't. I don't. I mean, he just went to a team for the first time. 
a team that sucks without him. And got a ring. And got a ring. So I really think the ball is in his core. I think that Kawhi cannot do no wrong at this point in time. Whatever he does is golden. Whatever he touches seems to be golden right now at this point in time. I think Kawhi should stay. That I, I just I just feel like that's the best basketball decision for Kawhi. Now, obviously, he has personal reasons for wanting to go to the Clippers. Why would that be the best basketball decision? Because I think the Clippers I are think, a better team than Toronto. I think him being in the East, he has a better chance of returning to the finals. You keep that same core together, the team can grow and develop. They have a better chance of making it to the finals than the Clippers do. The Clippers have a harder path getting back to the finals. And then I well, would rather depending him stay on with free agency. Depending yeah. on free agency. And then I would rather him, I would rather Kawhi stay with that team and try to go for it again. Try to grow with that team. See see if they can do it again. If it doesn't happen again, then I mean you go from there. But I would rather him stay and try to do it again with that team because, listen, I mean, what better than this do you get? You just want to, you just want to chip. Like, what better than this do you get? And honestly, the, the Raptors are better than Clippers. Outside of Kawhi Leonard? Yes. Yes. Marcus Hall. Yes. The Raptors have Bach is on the bench. The Raptors Fred have, showed the Raptors me the are deeper. The, Ra- the Raptors are deeper than the Clippers. They can go into their bench more. And they have players who step up at random times. They did times. lose Tobias. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give Are you really... Honestly, when you play in the Clippers... But I see, you know my thing will, is, will, my will, thing will, is stuff like this. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know will, will is will, better will, than will, every player will. on the Raptors outside of Kawhi Leonard. Alright, so that's arguable. So, so we say outside Kawhi. Oh, really? You yeah. just started with that. That's argued, yeah. That's true. Outside of Lou Williams, but then, who the best but then you gotta but then you gotta look at it. Danilo. Well, it depends yeah. on what you're talking about. But then you gotta look at matchups. Magic, obviously. But then you gotta yeah. look at matchups. You can put Kyle Lowry on Lou. Kyle Lowry's a dog. I mean Lou gonna get a bucket, but he's gonna cook. Not him. even, not even like, put, I'll put Fred on Lou. Or you could I'll put, put Fred, Fred on Lou. Lou. You could put Pascal on. Of course, you're gonna say that guy to the fighters, but he will cook Fred Van He will cook him. That boxing one Fred's help, a Fred. He will cook he's him. He's a buck, but I he can't will cook him. him. I would rather have Kyle Lowry on. Looted. Kyle Lowry gonna foul out the first. He's gonna cook probably. him too. He's or you can put Danny him on him. Put Danny on. They do. Lou Will. Oh, see, do got Danny see? Green. That's where the difference comes in, right? But there. then you gotta think about it. Lou Will comes off the bench, so who coming off? And I like Montrez Harrell too. Montrez, he's a dog. He's not better than Siakam or Ibaka. But Siakam would match up with Danilo, most likely. He, he's following him around. They both the same build. They long, lanky. Well, it's a like, Toronto, is, Toronto and the Clippers are very similar, taking away Taking Kawhi away Kawhi Leonard. Leonard, they are very similar. I think the Clippers have the more dynamic scorer in Lou Will. So I feel like, that's, like that'll like, give them an edge. But I think the way Toronto plays, I think... That Toronto would edge out big the Clippers. They do have better big men as well. And I just think that uh, I definitely would like to see Kawhi play for Doc Rivers. That would be so dope. That would be dope. He played for two of the best coaches to ever coach the game, man. Right. That would be dope. So let's switch over to football real quick. The Cowboys are talking about paying Dak Prescott <laughs> $34 million. As a Giants yeah. fan, please pay that man. Pay so that man. Stupid. Pay him, Jerry. Pay that so man. So they're looking please. to pay him $34 million, And I've been waiting all day for a Sunday. Anyway. Um, <laughs> please pay him, though, because honestly. The man's a winner. That's one thing you can't take away from that. The man's a winner. 
the man is definitely a winner. Now, whether you want to give him the credit or not, he, he does lead a lot of fourth quarter drive, game winning drives. He does. He does lead a lot of game winning fourth quarter drives. But Dak Prescott's not even the main reason the Cowboys win. Their line and <laughs> was. their offensive line and Ezekiel you Elliott. You can't really say that when he has he has he has a lot of game winning drives. He does. He I does mean, have a lot of game winning drives. I mean, he does. When he throw game winning touchdowns. He has solid game winning drives, but at the same time, you got to look at who's put him in those positions. You half, can hand the ball off to Zeke. Zeke could break off a seven to twelve yard run, half easy time. or even longer, and that could set Dak up better than anything else. Half the time they need a game winning drive because Dak had a terrible first three quarters anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's. True. I wouldn't or, say or, that. Okay, I wouldn't say or, that. I mean, not say terrible. It's just but Dak it's isn't just even, game management. It's never like he's doing something to elevate the game. Change. It's just like you, all right. But it's like it's a lot of factors you got to say to. They just got a good receiver. They just got a good receiver. So they, they should pay him first and lock they him up. They just got a good but, receiver. Okay, so they Dak just did got not a have nobody to throw the ball to prior to having Amari Cooper. He didn't. And he now did not have nobody to throw the ball to. But think about this. Are you really about to pay $34 million to a quarterback who can't perform without talent? Like, like, su- like superstar talent or star talent at wide receiver. I mean, who look was, at their, all the, look who at was all their the best receiver quarter- before Mark Look at all the Cole great Beasley? quarterbacks. Cole Beasley. But look at, all, look, at, look at all of the great quarterbacks who or the quarterbacks who get paid close to $34 million. They at least They at least have a receiver that's better than Cam Cole Newton. Who's his receivers? Kevin Benjamin left. He was the best one. Who? Who? They got Christian. That's Greg Olson is better than Cole. A lot better than Cole Beasley. That is a his lot. Go-to star. A Greg lot Olsen, better than Cole Beasley. Like, like he's way better than Cole Beasley. Like, Greg Olson compares to Jason Witten. Right. All right. He had Witten. He, he, he had Witten for one year. And he, he wins back. He had Witten for his last season of his career. He's back. But why are you paying thirty four million dollars? <laughs> but why are you paying thirty four million dollars to a quarterback? Because he was average. winning with that with those receive with but that receiving core. He had arguably the worst receiving core in the NFL. Well, he's average. Before Marvin pushing Cooper, you pushing it with that one. He's average. Arguably, he had one of the worst. The, you could argue that might have been the worst receiving core. He's average. Look at look at great quarterbacks. Thirty four million dollars for a quarterback. That's top tier QB money. So let's look at top tier. He changed their franchise. So let's look around. at. So let's look at. Top tier QBs versus Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. He's he's there now. And, I can say his name. But now. you're comparing Patrick that to Mahomes. great receiving cores. Brady hasn't always had a great receiving core. Brady Brady has had solid good NFL receivers. He's had Julian Edelman as his go to. But other than that, Brady has never really had a superstar wide receiver outside of Randy Moss. Uh, you can only run Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski in so many sets, like they, uh, But and then concerning uh, his health, uh, he had uh Brandon Cook. He barely used Brandon Cook. Yeah, like, uh, and Brandon Cook, and Bra- and honestly, he Brandon had, Cooks uh, wasn't the okay. same Brandon Cooks after he left New Orleans. I'm gonna be honest with you. He been balling in L. A. though. He been doing his thing in L. A. In L. A. He been doing his thing, but when he was in New England. He wasn't balling like Brandon Cooks. Like the Brandon Cooks that got traded to New to New England. Yeah, Wes Welker. All you people who are better put, than a lot better than Cole Beasley. You, you putting Wes Welker. But that but am I am I arguing that he deserved that money? Receivers? Do I do I think it should be thirty four million? Absolutely not. No. It shouldn't be thirty four million. But Dak definitely deserves to get paid. Yes, he deserves to get paid. I'm not sitting here saying that he don't deserve to get paid. 
But thirty-four million? How much less? You, I mean, how much less you gonna give them? To be honest, there's only two quarterbacks who have thirty-four million or above, and that's Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson. And you put Dak Prescott in the same category as well. They no. wasn't winning before they got him, though. They wasn't winning before they got Zeke. Talking from a Giants fan, pers- Giants fans' perspective, You're... pay that man. But if we talking actual football and like we being real, don't, don't give him. Dak $34 million. Not 34 Don't do that. I think that's up. That's reaching. <laughs> I think that's up. But let's switch it back to basketball real quick. A trade happened today. <laughs> Mike Conley was traded to the Jazz for Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, Grayson Allen, and some picks. The number 23 pick in the first round, to be exact. Boy, does Mike Conley hate John Morant right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. How do you... Do y'all like it? Honestly? From Utah's perspective, do you yes. like it? Yes. Yeah, I think they both came up in the trade. Grayson Allen was a what a two way contract playing D League and on um, Jazz. All right, I bro, think they cool. both came up in. The, in, in Kyle Korver, he's a shooter. He's old, bro. The, and the Grizzlies, like, you the can Grizzlies got fleeced. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I mean not the Grizzlies. I'm sorry. The Jazz, Utah, Utah got fleeced. Why? Wait, did I say that backwards? I think I said that. You backwards. said it backwards. I did say that backwards. You said the right Grizzlies the first time. got yeah. I was right the first time. The Grizzlies got fleeced. Easy. Conley and, and uh, Donovan Mitchell? For for Mike Conley, all you get back is Kyle Korver on an expiring contract, Jay Crowder on an expiring contract. And Grayson Allen. And Grayson Allen, play. who's a... And your number 23 But they pick. only lost one player. And the twenty and the number 23 pick? Yeah, but you got you to gotta remember, they're replacing Mike Conley. Right. With a better Mike Conley. Okay, but then how, like... How does that? They're, but how does that you understand what I'm saying? They, like, why they're, 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 they're not they're nice. rebuild mode. The Grizzlies are not right. They're, they're not. Nice. I mean, I understand they are in rebuild mode. They're not so trying like, to win the chip. No time. It's like soon. I understand the trade. Like I understand why it happened. Like I understand why they made the trade. Like the way that they did. But at the same time, but it's like yo, if you want to trade him, you could have got better access to put around job. Exactly, you could have got better. Mike Conley, like who? They could honestly. What did the Jazz have to offer? I honestly, I wouldn't have been mad if they would try to get Dante. I would never. I would never they, be mad. If they would have tried to include Dante Exum in that. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would take Dante Exum over Grayson Allen. Facts. That wouldn't. Unless really it's like, NBA player that plays and produce. Right. Grayson, what do Grayson do? Like, what do either one of them do Grayson for real? Allen. Like, like I think the Grizzlies just would. Would they just want to get rid of Mike Conley for real? I mean, yeah, they just want to get rid. of They just want to give it that big old. They contract. need to get rid of Chandler Parsons' contract. I don't know why this man making twenty four million, but he, he hasn't been good since. Houston. The Rockets. Yeah. Right. Who? When he first got Chandler there. Chandler Parsons. Not Who? the second stint, exactly. Who? Sound exactly. Just, like, <laughs> just like Harrison Barnes. But yeah, like the Grizzlies, <laughs> they got exactly what they should have got out that trade. What they wanted, I should say. They got exactly what they wanted. Was to get rid of Mike Conley. If they could have got rid of Mike Conley without trading any players, I'm pretty sure they might have done that. Probably. They probably would have done really that. They really did just want to move Mike They Conley's probably just wanted to get him out of there. Get him, get it, that, give her that contract, and let's go get John Moran. Right, I don't like even think they point, really cared what what Utah offered for real. It don't seem like it. That's what he did. But Utah didn't like really it. have much to offer themselves. What you was gonna offer Donovan Mitchell? Because that's their best player. Mike Conley's their best player. Yeah, yeah. You gotta look at it like it, this was basically a this was this was basically a player for player trade because you took you take on two expiring contracts 
So basically, the trade would be Mike Conley for Grayson Allen, like in the long run. Plus whoever this pick is, and then whatever happens with next year's pick. Ah, you could have got more. You die. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you, I feel like if they would have went for Dante Exum, then that's a little more acceptable. But it's like, then you got to look at it from the Grizzlies' point of view. You are giving up Mike Conley. We know what's been going on with Mike Conley. He ain't been on the court like that. He got a $30 million contract like this. You gotta it's a go. lot. He got to go. That's what I got rid of And then don't nobody really want to take on that contract. So, I mean, I, I, I get it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how this is going to work in Utah, though. I feel like Donovan needs more of a pass first point guard. Somebody who's uh, like he's a big guard too, especially like, since he's an undersized too. I feel like Mike can do that. He's just never in that role. Like Mike's been used to playing like a a big man dominant team with Marcus Zebo. All he had to do is play defense, make a couple threes. You feel me? And just lead the team. He's never had another core solid wing player. Then they're gonna clamp. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna clamp backcourts up. You got two small guards. Mike Conley's like six one. Donovan's like 6'3". Donovan jumps out the gym. He does. I think they're going to play then, great defense. Yes, they already play good defense as a team. They play have play a good, really good coach. But then what about when they're actually going up against guard lineups? In the West, where your guards are 6'3", They're going to compete. Six, I think six, Donovan Mitchell's going to get a lot of more six, help. Six, six, He's going to get some offensive help. Them versus the, the Trailblazers will be a very good game. They're gonna be, That'll be good because they got two small guards. Well, not even they're small They're going to get a lot of offensive smaller, help. But I'm talking about... When you match up, well, let's say, I can't even say Golden State right now because Clay's hurt. But if we could just use them as an example, you got a 6'3", Steph, 6'7", Clay. Mike Conley can definitely guard. Nah, I mean, he can't guard Steph. Nobody can guard Steph. But he, he contained, can yeah, make it he, hard for he's Steph. He's good. I don't think Steph's size is going to be a big factor in terms of but Mike not, Conley's guard to him. But when you, th- like, you have smaller guards, when you're going up against bigger guards, look at a team like OKC. Yeah, but they physical. You're going up against a six Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are not. They physical. They're Westbrook. very physical. You probably got a six seven defensive player, Andre Roberson, whoever they throw out there. I mean, that hasn't really guard. that hasn't really like, made a difference to Mike Conley thus far. He he's, plays. He's one of the better. One of the better defending he's one of point the, guards. The better defending point guards. He is. I'm not saying he's not. Even with the size of guards but at in this, the NBA, but at this point in his career, he's getting older. Yeah, most and then definitely. you have two undersized guards. Like I don't. I don't like that. Like me personally, I don't like that. I mean, they had Ricky version. Rubio, but Ricky was like six three, maybe six four. Ricky, I mean, Ricky, Ricky Rubio don't play defense better than Mike Conley either at his size. But he doesn't have to necessarily. Mm, but he does. He didn't have to. Have he doesn't Gobert. have to necessarily play <laughs> defense like Mike Conley. But it's like, the fact that he's right, a you go, you blow by me, all right? You can pin that the rim. It don't matter. Uh, yo, I don't. I mean, it's gonna this is just my rim. this is just my personal preference. Like, I just. Personally, prefer that you have a bigger guard if you have an undersized guard on one of your guard spots. That's just me personally, because I feel like on defense it makes things easier. Because instead of your instead so in other of you words, that's like saying you basically like saying like Donovan Mitchell should be their point guard. Then that's what in other words, I wouldn't mind that. He a point guard. He not pass. He gonna be like cool. he not a he not a uh, like he not. A I wouldn't mind guard. that. But then at the same, time, that's basically what you're saying. You basically saying Donovan Mitchell not a shooting guard at all. His his position shouldn't be like signified as a shooting guard. My, th- I mean, I wouldn't mind if Donovan was a point guard. My thing is when you're working with Donovan off the ball more, I feel like Donovan needs to become a better jump shooter. 
Like, he needs, to, he needs to have a better jump shot, especially since he's going to be working off the ball more. That's why, me personally, I would prefer that he has the ball in his hands because he's a slasher. He has a nice mid-range game, and he can get to the bucket. But now when he's working off the ball, he's going to be coming off screens more. He's going to need to develop more backdoor cuts. Like he's going to have to do that more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So he's not just going to be like a... Like, oh, yeah, just give Donovan the ball and let Donovan do his thing. Like, obviously, they're going to get to the points in the game where Donovan going to do his thing. But when he's working off the ball, I feel like if he was a better jump shooter, then it wouldn't it wouldn't be, like, as big of a problem for me personally. But then, even with him having a bigger point guard who's passed first. So, like, me personally, I think Lonzo would have been nice for Utah. Like, just, like, throwing out names for... They need somebody else to score. They need somebody else to score other than Donovan Mitchell. They do, and I feel like they should. And that's what Mike Conley is was going. That's what Mike Conley's going to do. I think they should have been addressed that. Think that's what Mike Conley going to do? Because I don't think personally, I don't think Joe Ingles is going to get it done. (laughs) He's a bucket though. He is though. He is though. But I don't think left it left too. I don't think you could be in a situation like how they were in last year, where Joe Ingles was basically a second scoring option. Nah, that's why they got Mike Conley though. Mike Conley's he been there like he. He got that. Like, I he's got gonna, a lot of respect for him. He gonna Conley. coach he didn't up get that Donovan breath for nothing. And he didn't get that breath for nothing. Mike Conley a demon, bro. He gonna elevate Donovan Mitchell's game to another level. Like they, I, I think that because of the team he was on and their success level, they're great. He, he flies team. below the radar. Mike Conley is one. Like I got a lot of respect for him. I think he's tough. So do I. I think I think I think it's a good trade. Like I'm, I, 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 I want to see how it works out. I think Mike Conley is a good mentor for Donovan too. Like he, I think he's gonna help Donovan on the defensive side of the ball a lot. Absolutely, he's definitely gonna teach him. And a speaking lot of, of the Grizzlies too, the second pick in the 2019 NBA draft, the Memphis Grizzlies will select John Morant, of course, a six-three guard from Murray State. Right. The NBA draft is tomorrow, fellas. Oh, yo, I'm hype. I'm hype. No, y'all, listen, y'all know I, I'm a Knicks fan. Yo, I'm hype. I wanted RJ this whole time. And it's looking it's lining up where it's looking like we're gonna get RJ. I I'm good. Like, I'm set. But it's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff happening after trade. number three. Because I seen trade. something where New Orleans trades that fourth pick back to number six. And Phoenix gives up number six and TJ Warren for the fourth pick, and they take Darius Garland. I've seen situations where New Orleans trades for eight and ten. Sounds like New Orleans is in a good position to do great, great. things New this Orleans year. Huh? They got very they got position. exactly what they should have gotten for what they lost. They got a lot. <laughs> like they have a strong. They can't get Zion. They have two picks in this opportunity in this draft. to get Darius Garland. Two, like two picks and then the top four in the top four, and they add that on with this young quarter they have. Wow, two picks in the top I feel like, four. I feel right. like for me, like. The the two best teams, if they play their cards right, will be New Orleans in this draft and Atlanta. The Definitely. Lakers are dumb. Atlanta has three first round picks within the top twenty, and then they have two more in the second round. And they're trying to trade up. And this draft class is honestly stacked. Like, you can wait the second round, and still get a stud. Like Taco Falls is projected to fall at the end of the draft. Mm-hmm. It's talent mm. all throughout this draft. He's seven six. <laughs> Mm. It's telling all throughout this draft. This is gonna it's gonna be interesting tomorrow, honestly, because I really do want to see what's gonna happen. I want to see who Chicago. I want to see who Chicago takes at seven, like just seeing who's on the board, because I know Chicago's in the hunt for a point guard. Yep. 
I want to see what Phoenix is going to do because I I know we know Phoenix needs a point guard. So I want to see if they're really going to be aggressive and try to trade up. Now, I don't I don't know. Honestly, I, I feel like I mean I feel like, I feel like Chicago does need a point guard. They're projected to get Jared Culver, but like he's a dog. Don't get me wrong, but they have Zach Levine. Like what you Zach is still very young, and he's actually like getting better every year. Come oh. off an injury. Oh, along with the lines of the draft too. I don't really. I'm not in support of the draft being before free agency. Neither am I. I don't like this because <laughs> I'm thinking about we're thinking about what teams need, and we don't even know what superstars teams are gonna get. Yeah. I hate, we don't I even don't know like what superstars either. teams are going to get. I don't so like the like, draft lottery. They're going after certain like... players in the draft, and then those players might have to take a back seat if they end up getting somebody in free agency. Yep. I don't really like that. Like, they, I don't like I don't like the draft lottery. The draft lottery this year was just bad. Like, <laughs> It was just bad. And like, I'm not talking because I, I'm not saying this because like I wanted the Knicks to get the number one pick. I, I mean, personally, I wanted RJ the whole time. So, I mean, I, I'm cool with number three. I don't know why. But <laughs> because know RJ why. is going to be the best player coming out of this draft. RJ is why? not. Ooh. RJ is going to be the best RJ player coming out of this draft. RJ is not better than, than um, none of the top five players in, but, in this draft. Excuse me? He's not better than the first, than any of the other four picks outside of the first five picks. He's not better than Zion. He's not better than John Moran. He's not better than Darius Garland. <laughs> He's not better than Kobe White. Kobe, I didn't, I don't, I don't think he should be top five. Hey yo, watch your mouth, yo. Come on, Kobe, I don't think he should I'm be top respect five. You a Knicks fan? You well, come on now. We getting RJ. RJ's better, yo. I, what's your case for all of that? The only person I can honestly understand would be Zion. Not Ja. Ja, I can, I can see. Not ja Darius. Too. Not Darius. I can't see Darius and Kobe oh, at all. He don't know about Vanderbilt. That's he don't know how that man gets down. Yo, I don't, don't see, I, don't see, I don't see Darius and Kobe being better than RJ. I've been saying this like since. I don't see Zion since, being better than RJ. When I see RJ, I see size more than anything. What do you mean? I see size more than talent. Size and name. Size and his position. He plays, he plays point guard. He plays point guard. Steve Nash also gets him far. Who? No, his talent got him this far. I don't think that. It did. He, Of course, he played at top-tier school, Montverde, Duke. But at the same time... I don't think that. And he's from Canada. Canadian basketball players, when they're good, like, they stand out more. He's a 6'6 six, six point guard. That's what... I think that's why he, he gets... Is a six, he is a 6'6 If you line up another point guard wing. against him, it's going to be difficult for that point guard. I think that's where he's successful. He's a 6'7 scoring wing. He's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. He's a scoring wing. Well, he's, his position is listed as point solid, guard, right? No, it's just listed as shooting guard. But he's a 6'7 scoring wing. They he's were all a, playing out of position at Duke, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, RJ, RJ is more of like a... Like, he's not And I, I would say I would say he's a primary scorer easy, but he can make plays as well. So, I mean, I but he can't shoot. So, I would see RJ fitting in better at the three than the two. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind putting him at the two, but it's just that he doesn't have a solid NBA... Three point jumps. Right. For me, I feel like RJ is like seeing these three players from Duke be so high in the draft. I feel like this is a deja vu when Kentucky had all them players. And I feel like Cam Reddish is going to be like a, a Devin Booker. Cam is going to be so. I think strong. he's better than RJ, too. Thank you. That's what all I'm right, saying. Right, I feel like he's a Devin Booker. He can't shoot. He averaged solid numbers in his role. What did, Cam what, did, what, what did Cam Reddish show you that makes you think he's better than RJ Barrett? His jump, jump shot. That's it? That's all I need. His height. That's it? What about production? 
We talking about the what NBA. About production? Like I said, what about pro- what about like his production? See, one what thing. About, I, what about his we production? We all know. We all know. We all have played basketball before. One thing you. One thing I can definitely tell you about basketball. You will always have a job in the NBA if you have a jump shot. Even if you can't do nothing else, you will always have a job if you can hit. That your is jump true. Shot. But a jump shot. That. A jump shot does not make you better than somebody else. Like his production. Yeah, it kind of does. It so kind of does. So, so it kind of does. So Cam Reddish's jump shot is what makes him better than RJ Barrett. Absolutely, in my perspective, absolutely. I compare him to not, Devin Booker. Not even Devin Booker. not his not his production on the court. Like y'all don't look at that. No, we definitely do. We definitely do. We definitely do. But so what when about, it comes down to talent, Cam Reddish is so better than. What about, what about the fact, What about whoa? No, it's not. What about the fact his potential that potential ceiling okay, is higher? Hold on. What about the fact that when Zion got hurt? And Cam moved up to the number two scoring option, and RJ moved up to the number one. He still didn't produce when his team needed him. When he was getting more touches, he still didn't produce. So, what did RJ do? So, what, what did RJ do? RJ produced for that team. But then when you move Cam Reddish to the person who y'all say is better than RJ Barrett, he, when you move him up to a second scoring option, he's not even producing. He's doing the same exact thing that he was doing when he was the third scoring option. Averaging twelve points, fourteen. Like, I mean, what makes like what makes like like what makes you think he's better than RJ? Seriously, like, yeah, game. he's a better he's a better his shooter game. than RJ. I could give him that. He's a better his, shooter than RJ right now. His game, but he, RJ RJ Barrett's gonna develop a jump shot. Maybe I gotta see him more. I need I need to I, see so some I more like from for, him. For the rebuttal for that, like RJ, he'll be good and be quicker than Cam will. But the terms of career wise, longevity wise, Cam will have a better career. It will be a better NBA player when it's all said and done. I'm not a fan of these. So. I'm not a fan of these non tall, these tall non shooting jump jump shooting players. I'm not a fan, but I'm starting to see a lot of this. I'm not a fan of these type of players at all. R.J. Barrett is starting to look like another Ben Simmons, bro. Whoa, 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 He's starting to look like whoa, another Ben. Whoa, Sim- whoa, whoa, like his whoa. game. Who would you you could compare his game to Ben Simmons? Not even. Close. He's a facilitator. No, a lefty. No. Let, yes, okay. I don't like that style. RJ's a better shooter than Ben. Yeah, he definitely can Easily. shoot better. It's so not hard you, to be a better shooter than how Ben are you, Simmons. How are, you compa- how are you comparing his game to Ben Simmons? But he's a better shooter. I mean, it's not hard to be a better shooter than Ben Simmons. It's not hard to be a better shooter. So even if so he you can, see, so I don't think it's by like a large margin. So when you watch RJ play, you see Ben Simmons? Yes. And you don't think... Who shoots more threes? Hold on. And you don't think RJ is going to develop a better jump shot? No, I'm not saying that he's not going to develop a better. He's already like it's not hard to develop a better jump shot than Ben Simmons. I ben shoot better than Ben Simmons, right? Ben Simmons cannot shoot. R.J. Barrett is not going to be similar to Ben Simmons in the NBA. So R.J. Barrett is going is. to be a better shooter. He's going to be a more dynamic offensive player. He is a more dynamic offensive player than Ben Simmons. I don't think so. All Ben Simmons does is drive to the rim. He does nothing else. R.J. Barrett can slash to the rim. R.J. Barrett can knock down a mid-range jump shot. R.J. Barrett can knock down a three-point shot, and he facilitates. R.J. Barrett can facilitate. He can knock down a three-point jump shot, yes. But that doesn't mean that you can shoot. It's not Anybody can knock down a three-point Ben Simmons should be able to knock down a three-point jump shot, but he can't. Ben Simmons can't shoot, and he won't shoot. I don't think R.J. Barrett can shoot. RJ Barrett, as of right now, R.J. Barrett is not a very good shooter. That's a, He needs to work on his three-point jump shot. And but for then you to even be a looking, lefty but then even looking shoot, outside, I don't understand that. But then even looking outside of three-point shooting, he has a solid mid-range game. Something Ben Simmons does not have. Ben Simmons solid, does not shoot okay. the ball. 
It's better. It's better than none. Solid is better than none at all. Absolutely, but I'm talking like about they, just they're like they're not going to protect the same. In terms of his same. playing style, y'all gonna see. And not and his jump shot not being. The, I think you y'all compare him to Ben Simmons. Y'all gonna see. Yo, size, RJ, weak. if you listening to this, I'm supporting. I'm trying to let them know. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm trying to let them know. I'm a Knicks fan, so you better do something. I'm trying. You better do something. But Get it together. We gonna let your game do the talking, cause. I mean, I feel like, hey, but when you compare him to the other, the other people that's projected, they're all going to be better than him just solely off the fact that, well, except for Zion, outside of Zion, which pure talent makes him better than RJ. Yeah, but like, just yeah, like just the fact that they can shoot already, that's a starting point for them to be better than RJ. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the fact that they can shoot. Just going off of those top five right there, except for Zion, obviously. I get what you're saying. We already know it's better than Zion. I get what you're saying. They just not better than RJ. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I understand. They just not better than RJ. These boys are What not did he do to make you think he was that tough? Well, let's take a look here. Yeah, I need... Yeah. Let's take a look here. First of all, RJ Barrett averaged 22 points per game, 7.9 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. That's one. His overall game. He was in a position 4. to 3 do that. Assists, I'm sorry. He was in a position to do that. How's so? He it, led. I mean, he was the leader. He was the second leader of that team outside of Zion. He was the second scoring option on the team, and he still averaged 22.6 points. Now you compare him to these guys. Don't compare him to John Morant because John Morant numbers is way better. Well, Jod ja, ja basically averaged a triple double. I think he actually. Did you that. can't look at Darius' numbers. You can't even put Darius in this conversation for real, for real, because he got hurt because Darius got hurt. Year. So that's why. So look, off rip. That's. One of the reasons why I can't even talk much about Darius right now because we barely saw Darius. Darius play in to college. me is like a Kyrie. He's different. He played a couple of games. He just hurt. That's so bad, about man. People were, I, people were sleeping on Darius because he got hurt. Like when he was at Vanderbilt, he was killing people. In high school and college, well, in high school he was a dog. Number I think Derrick Cole was better than point guard in that class. Are you serious? I think Jared Cole is better than RJ. And he led a, a, a less solid team to the national championship. Listen, Say. man. Listen. We're going to see. I'm telling you, RJ Barrett is going to be the best player coming out of this draft. Negative. I'm telling you. Negative. I'm telling you. Negative. The best player coming out of this draft is going number one. I think it's going to be it's RJ. It's going number I don't, one. I don't know. So I, it's, oh, it's number two. RJ. When it's I definitely watched, number one or number watched, two. When I watched RJ and play, that, I don't think that's arguable. That's it. Like, that's my guy. That's who I'm sold on. RJ is, I promise you. Um, but let me pose a question to y'all before we, before we get out of here. Who do y'all think is the best sleeper pick in this draft? Hmm. The best sleeper pick? Hmm. Honestly? <sighs> That's a t- wow. I'm a go- okay, what do you I'm a what do you, what, you, what do you consider a sleeper like? I'm a, I'm a start about, off. Like I'm are you start talking off. about sleeper like nobody's really like, talking about them big hype or like their draft stock is low? Like no, I mean like like who's gonna be like a great NBA talent but nobody really knows it yet. Um, or like people may know but they're gonna be way better in the NBA than you thought they might or they were in college or they might or you think they might be. Possibly, possibly a Kevin Porter. I'm gonna go with Bo Bo. People think he's gonna be pretty straight. Long I'm gonna go with Bo Bo. I think Bo Bo is gonna be top five players in the NBA one day. I'm gonna go with uh, honestly. I'm gonna go with DeAndre Hunter. Like I like that. People like we 
everybody knows DeAndre Hunter can play, but I really think that DeAndre Hunter, I think his game is going to translate really well. When you look at how he plays, he's a 3 and D guy. And he's for one, he's a very solid defender. For two, he has a consistent jump shot that's only going to get better. He's 6'7". 225. I think in this NBA, 3 and D guys are getting really, really, really important. And honestly, me personally, I could see him as a better Chris Middleton. Me personally, he's a be- I, I think he's a better defender than Chris Middleton. He a bigger body. Too. He's a bigger body, and I I think his his game it it might fit. I don't feel like it's gonna favor Chris Middleton though, just because it's his not size. gonna favor it because you know he could play that power four. Yeah, but like you know what I mean though. Like, yeah, definitely a bigger Chris definitely. Middleton, and like it's I just feel like his game is gonna translate easier than a lot of people in his draft because of his size, his body type, and the way that he plays. And he played at UVA. They played a very strong system as well. For me, I feel like I'm going to go, I feel like my sleeper pick's not in the first round. Obviously, I feel like, you know, everyone in the first round is going to be a right away a better player. But long-term-wise, given the, the proper development and putting the proper system, I feel like Taco Fall could be a a big, top-dominant center. He's like a sign white side to me, like come in kind of raw. But you work with NBA bigs and get better, he can be dominant. He's 7-6. Kind of the That's same reason why I think Bo Ball is going to be Cause I, I see big Bo Bo and, I, and instantly everybody sees size and how tall he is. But if I but I watch his game, he first of all he doesn't play like his size. Second of all, he plays with this kind of energy and swagger that I like about him. But can he stay that healthy? I think that I think will work in the NBA, and I think he's gonna stay healthy, given better better re, better NBA training and regiments. Bro, he's seven two, two hundred ten pounds. Yeah, I know. Taco, 7'6", Two, 290. 210 pounds? That's skinny. As a center? Yeah. 7'2"? He has to put on muscle for in sure. In the NBA? He has to put on muscle Bro, for Mark sure. is smart way more than him. But he's 7'2". <laughs> like, like, That's the difference. Mark he's is smart way more than him. He's not a bit of bang with NBA bigs. He's 7'2". But he can't bang with NBA bigs. And he has to guard a big. Guard but he's 7'2". But he can't. You don't think that's going to cover even, for it, for some of his weight? A lot of it is going to be I think fouls. it will. A lot of it's gonna be fouls. If you get a big body and he's pushing you off the block, he's seven he's, two. But have you watched him play? He's an athletic seven two. That was my point about what I. He's, he's a, a he's not, very athletic for somebody who's seven. Feet. Nah, he is. But you got to think about it. That's like he's college. way more athletic than. We got to think about how this is gonna translate and to the Kat. NBA. To I, the NBA. If you want to be completely honest, I feel NBA like Bo Bo's game to me personally, like just watching the hype and watching him in high school and college compares to Thon Maker. Honestly. Thon and he's Bobo. better though. He's, yes, he's, he's better, better Thon. Don't get me wrong, he's but better, if you had to compare him to an NBA person or NBA stature build either. and play coming up before he got to the NBA, it's Thon. I'm gonna go with KP. Really? I'm gonna go with KP. Cause he can shoot. He runs the floor. I'm gonna go with KP. But is KP he- is hard to compare him to because he before the NBA he was overseas. But yeah, I. I would say like a like a Carl Anthony Towns. For those who don't know, KP is Porzingis. So, seeing the struggles that Porzingis went through in terms of staying healthy, him having to adjust to playing down low on a block. And Porzingis think, is also bigger. Yeah, he actually does way more as well. <laughs> are you talking well, about like? I think less weight. I think less weight is going to help. Poor man's Porzingis. I think less weight will will help Bobo. 
think because bigs, bigs that are that are that are, that be heavy, that it starts to weigh down on their ankles. I think less weight is gonna lead to him getting bodied, and then that's gonna lead to him being on the bench. No, I don't think so at all, and I don't think he's gonna play center either. I think he's gonna be more of a power forward than a center. Possibly. That's it's possible. He two hundred ten pounds. He can stretch the floor. He two hundred ten pounds. You can't and everybody put, you builds muscle before they come into the NBA. You can't everybody put does. him out there on because if you go if you go and based off that argument, John Moran was not going. It's not he's not going to thrive in the NBA right now at all. One seventy five. That's what I weigh out at all. And he's I'm not going to thrive in the NBA. I'm at an all right shorter now. than him. It's it's different for a guard and a big man. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's. You were just talking about guards and how can Mike Conley's too small. Nah, I He's said, 175. I was explaining how it was going to be harder for them to, to do what they have to do on the defensive 175, side 175, John Moran's not doing nothing in the NBA. Who in the NBA is 175? Nah, that's a good question. Who is 175? I don't know. That don't starts know. as a point guard. I don't know they wait. I know, I, know, I know John Wall ain't. I know Russell Westbrook ain't. It's about to be I know Durant. Stephen Curry isn't. But the reason Stephen why Curry might be the closest to one seventy five. I know CP. We know we damn near know all the star point guards. The and, reason why and, it's different for a guard to a big though is because bigs you're primarily banging down low and you're using that muscle. A guard you could get shifty and get past somebody. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying he should stay at one seventy five and that it's going to be sweet for him. But as a guard, it's like it's more acceptable and like it's easier to be to weigh less. Than it's for a big, cause you gotta think about it. They down low banging, trying to get position for boards. You a big man, and you getting pushed off your spot. Yo, you gotta come out the game for a guard. You could get shifty but and I break somebody down off the dribble. I definitely don't think he's gonna stay two ten. But I mean, we'll have to see how much weight he puts on. But if he doesn't put on a lot of weight, like I, I think, see, like if I he gets to two twenty, two twenty five, he'll be fine. He's seven two. He's going to punch he's a everything. Man, like he's going to punch everything. He's a big man though. That's small for a big. He's going to, but he's seven. Every big is not seven feet. He's going to punch everything. Yeah, but they're like thirty pounds heavier than him. They pushing him off the block every He'll time. Struggle. He would struggle guarding Draymond. Yes. No, he would not. Draymond, Draymond is 6'7". Draymond would body him, literally. He's 6'7". He would physically body him. He would pull the rug from under Draymond. Well, he first of all, Draymond's not Bro, it's not going to be a rug to pull. Bad example. Draymond going to put his shoulder Griffin in and would be going down. Blake Griffin would make a problem of Bobo. Blake Griffin will turn Bobo into a post. Blake Griffin put Bobo in the rim. You're using somebody who does that to everyone. That's that's not that doesn't. Imagine does Bobo that to and Anthony Davis, Jokic, Nurkic, Jokic, Vucevic, in his cancer. They're him the players that cook everybody. In his cancer, White Sox. Like they're bodying Willie him. Willie Stein. They're no. bodying him. DeAndre Jordan bodying him and putting him in the rim. He does that to everyone. <laughs> he does that to everyone. All right, y'all. We about to wrap it up here. This is the end of our first episode. We are the Playmakers Podcast. Follow us on IG at the Playmakers underscore podcast. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening to our podcast. This is the Playmakers Podcast where we make plays. And if you have anything else you want to discuss, talk about, any sports you want to hear us talk about, leave a like, a comment, something like that, and spread the word.